Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I praise and thank God for the privilege what God has given to us once again to come in His presence to meditate His word on this special occasion as the whole world remembers the resurrection day of our Lord Jesus Christ. We do come here to give our special thanks and our love and our gratitude unto the Lord for what He has done to us on the cross and also He made Jesus Christ to alive today in our life. And this is the message as uh, even last year also we have meditated the seven words of the risen Savior. And you know that uh, even last year I shared about the seven words on the cross. The seven words, the last seven words of Jesus Christ on the cross was to the world. But the seven words of Jesus Christ before his ascension and soon after his resurrection almost 40 days of his day on his earth, he spoke in different occasions to different people. And that was compiled in seven, as a seven words. And also, as I was, that I am going, we are going to meditate and see the references. And last week, in the beginning of the first, the first week, we have said that we preach the gospel, the Jesus who was crucified on the cross. But today, I took the words, 1 John 1, 3. That is the key words for us. What the Paul says, when you, different, different uh, versions present the different, different words, and, uh, but the NIV says, we proclaim to, the, to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. That is, we are all called the message of the resurrection is proclaiming the good news to the world. That is the commandment. That was the last word altogether as a great commission. Go and preach. And here they are saying, John is writing, we proclaim on behalf of the whole disciples, he is telling, we proclaim to you, the believers, that's why I said that, uh, believers, what we have seen and what we have heard, that is our whole experiences, to you, that also you should have fellowship with us and also will fellowship with the Father and uh, through his Son, Jesus Christ. And there are, when after his resurrection, he appeared to different people in different occasions because they were all desired to seek the body of Jesus Christ. And also when they are talking, in that season, he appeared to so many people. What are they? Just we'll go briefly. I made it in a table form. Then we'll go back to what is the gospel. Next slide. So how and where he appeared, the appearance of Christ. Number one, to Mary Magdalene, that is recorded in Mark and John. What has happened? What was the result? What is the action? She saw Jesus and talked with him. Secondly, Mary Magdalene and the other woman. That's what the Matthew records. They touched Jesus 
and they worshiped him thirdly the two disciples as they walking in this country it is recorded few more and i had taken two they walk with him and talk with him and they ate with him that is the fellowship that is the experience of disciples and fourthly he appeared to simon peter alone luke 24 and also paul writes in first corinthians 15 15 and he saw jesus christ personally then the apostles without thomas it is recorded in two gospels and they saw jesus and they he ate the food along with their presence and also sixthly apostles with thomas was present over there and even paul writes in first corinthians 15 15 and there he tried to convince thomas who would not believe unless he could see and touch jesus seventhly seven disciples by the sea of galilee here the only gospel john 21 1-25 if you go through it there they are convincing thomas and uh, they would yes uh, they saw him and they ate breakfast with him and they talked with he talked with them as well eighthly he appeared to 500 people more than and uh, even it writes in the matthew as well as in the first corinthians 15 a large number saw him and they worshiped him ninthly james the lord's brother he appeared to him in john 7:15 and acts 1:14 convincing a brother in the flesh who had his doubts and lastly to those present at his ascension even the uh, luke chapter sorry acts chapter 1 in full detail it is there apart from that in mark and luke also it is recorded they looked steadfastly worshiped as they saw him ascending to heaven so all these things proves that jesus proved to his people the world earthly people to show them that he has risen that's why we believe and we create and we understand indeed jesus risen amen and as he was telling we proclaim what we have seen and what we have heard this is what what they have seen evident of what they have seen and what they were preach or proclaim that is recorded in first corinthians chapter 15 when you go through verse 1 to 8 here it says the fonts are very small to you and here it says that's what i believe it this is the true gospel i titled this is the full gospel and this is the reality of a faith whatever they preach people preach the part of the gospel here it covers everything what is the gospel gospel is about jesus christ people simply take that jesus christ, john 3:16 christ came to the father god he gave his son begotten only begotten son to this world to save us 
Jesus came to this world to save them. That's it. That's what they, they, they stop it. But it is not end with that. More than that, what he says, when we go through it, Brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you are saved, you are stand. By which also you are saved. If you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Verse 3, I deliver to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. And also, and that he was buried, and he that rose again on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas and also then by the twelve. That's what, what he has said before. And after that he was also seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, that was last, his brother, and then by all apostles. That is not the end. Then last of all, he was seen by me also as by one born out of due time. So that is the completion. Even it is not, he is going to come again. What we meditate on whenever we come to the Lord's table, that is the commandment. Proclaim this gospel until he comes. That is our hope. Our proclamation is, not only he came to save us, he lived with the people, he healed and he provided everything. And yeah, That is not the end. He has died for our sins. He was buried. He rose again. And, is and he is going to come. That is the old gospel. That is what we believe in. That's why we are all here. That is what we are expected to proclaim to the world. That's what the exhortation came to us. We are here to take the gospel and proclaim to the world, Jesus is risen. They are the witnesses. But now, who is the witness? We are the witnesses. Because we have gone through that kind of experiences. We have died to our sins and God has raised us for as a spiritual person. And that's why we are all born again in the Lord. And today, as I said, the first seven words of the cross is to the world. But these seven words is to the church and also to his bil the believers. So let us know these seven words, what God has been spoken to his people. First of all, woman, why are you weeping? That's what John 20, 15, Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Why are you, whom you are seeking? So this is the first word after the resurrection to that woman in the garden. It, and it is a wonder if there is someone or it is a symbolism. The same first word the God spoke to woman in, uh, in uh, uh, the Eve, that is we see in Genesis verse chapter 3. But 
when we compare with this today this is the word for the present world for the people who are whatever the situation if this is the word to us today if we are weeping for something else today if the resurrection jesus comes to you to you he will ask you this question why he is the one who wipe away all our tears that is his promise secondly to say mary john 20 verse 16 jesus said to her mary she stunned not the magdalene magdalene was the name that held to her in the past but he called her by her true name every disciples knows the savior's voice that's why he said my sheep hear my voice if you do not know when the lord is speaking to you then you are headed in trouble that's what i i i understand those who love the lord and the, the most who get the better blessings so see here verse 9 10 and 11 mark it at they all loved but it seems by our actions that she loved more than everybody and she had the blessing and meeting him at first so that see there are many people who followed there are many people who heard about him but she is the one who had the privilege of hearing from him so that is our hope we should have the desire any time on any situation as we call him we ex- we should expect and have the desire god to call her uh, call us by our name we know we say you are e we are called by our name but how do have you heard him call you by name that is uh, should be the desire that should be the message for you even today thirdly john 20 verse 17 just keep the word, chapter book open jesus said to her do not cling to me for i have not yet ascended to my father but go to my brethren and say to them go to my brethren and say to them that means tell them the good news tell them that i am risen tell them that you have seen me tell them that i have called you so this is the gospel she is the one who took away the message a message that what we are supposed to tell the message what message you are supposed to tell the others it is the message that sin had been paid out on the cross and also the message that we have hope beyond the grave and the message of resurrection of ourselves one day and the great union will be there with the lord this is the message that's what paul is writing in first thessalonians chapter 4 from 13 to 18 when you go through it he start with this but i would not have you ignorant brothers concerning those who are asleep that they that you be not grieved even as others who have no hope when he goes on and also it end with this and also we shall ever be with the lord therefore comfort one another with these words 
we have a message what is that the cross gives us the message the resurrection gives us the message and the power to deliver it as we are going to tell it so this is the message as he has said to the mary and uh, that is the message for us go and tell our brethren not only to the world to our brethren those who are do not know christ in their life fourthly peace be to unto you that all of us we are delighted to have it because he is the prince of peace he personally told his disciple i will give my peace unto you not as the world give i give my own peace that's why always i used to refer as it is written i say that is the sign of a christian that is the confidence that is the faith of your christian so whenever wherever christian should live always in peace that's why i refer isaiah 48 to 22 says there is no peace says the lord for the wicked and also was a chapter uh, isaiah 57 verse 21 says there is no peace says god for the wicked so wicked will not have peace but as a christian we have peace we have peace because this was promised on the resurrection day i will give my peace unto you not as the world give if the if it is from the world it will go for no time but if it is from the lord that will remain in us with us forever as the lord live forever amen sixthly uh, fifthly as my father has sent me i also sent you receive the holy spirit that is the another great promise what god has given to us john 20 21 and 22 when he go through it then jesus said to them again peace to you as my father has sent to you and followed by i also sent and when he had said this he breathed on them and said to them receive the holy spirit so this is what so here is the call to service and the power to serve there is a job to be done for the lord that is the reason he has left us here instead of taking us home to heaven immediately after the conversion we are all we are powerless without him and he puts his power inside us through the person of the holy spirit the cross gives us the message the resurrection gives us the power amen so today another message for us the resurrection day reminds us we have power sixthly do not be unbelieving but believing that is the words to thomas john 20 27 then he said to thomas reach out your finger here and behold my hands and reach your hand here and thrust into my side and do not be unbelieving but believing and your word of doubting thomas is noticed here how much christians may lose but not regularly attending the assemblies or attend or sharing is god's word see we do not have that zeal as we had as we are accepted christ so in the beginning we are so zealous for the lord 
to proclaim to tell the good news about what the joy we have subsequently it is going go, go, and going down and down and become weak we don't care for it nowadays the challenge is coming even yesterday also in the early will seek the challenge came to us is how many people you we shared and bring to the knowledge of jesus guys or expansion of god's kingdom so if you look about it how many years we are been before we are god has saved us and what we are doing on this earth we know that we thank god for keeping us in this land god has the purpose god has the plan that is true and without him we don't continue in this place and all these things it is good to say but how far we do for the lord how far we proclaim his good news how many people are god saved through us and that is the challenge that is the question that is a reminder for us even on this day we should believe in the god and make the people to believe jesus christ and subsequently some more words are coming verse seven the seventh thing is blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed john 2029 jesus said to them thomas because you have seen me you have believed blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed actually when i was preparing and all these things those god has revealed all these people even his disciple and the basic is they they were seeking god and even they have forgotten god confirms that what he has said is true whatever he was preach about 3 and of years uh, along with his disciple they put aside all all of them even the own disciple they were with them but after his death they all put everything under they gone for fishing along with the uh, peter that you know it but to them god has, jesus christ has assured them he has risen and he has proved and of course there are people like uh, magdalena mary and other mary early morning they reached to the tomb to seeking god and uh, those days so far as they seek god the lord jesus christ who was buried but we are not uh, going to seek the god who was buried lord who was buried but we should seek the lord who is risen who will live forever that should be our desire and more than that we have the hope that he is going to come and we are to be with them so the world do not have the hope on this earth so they think that what they are living or what they have what they live or how they live on this earth is everything but for us it is temporary god is keeping us giving us a life on this earth and extending our life on this earth and extending our say in this land it is not only as already has prepared half of his prepared and half of the thing is he prepared us to know him and the next half of it to prepare others to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ that is the purpose and all together our life on this earth on this earth is temporary and and on our life on this earth is prepare ourselves prepare others for the expansion work of his kingdom that is the ultimately the purpose of god has chosen us so the resurrection of christ was the miracle of miracles hello the resurrection of christ was a miracle of miracles in these day people are always looking for the miracle eh? always signs even the own disciples ask for the sign for him 
if you live only for the only you are waiting for the sign and there are many things what you are hearing what you are seeing everything is a signs of end time what signs we expected personally you are expecting is jesus christ is risen that is the miracle that more than that we are risen god is raises from our sin and made us as his children the spiritual children so that it is an assurance that we should be with him and he is going to come we will be with him right and without the resurrection why it is important if there is no resurrection there is no savior if there is no resurrection there is no sure word of god if there is no resurrection there is no salvation our salvation is vain if there is no resurrection there is no hope for you and me first corinthians 15:14 says if christ be not risen then is our preaching is vain and your faith also in vain that is what king james verse says new king james says and if christ is not risen then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty so dear brothers and sisters what is the message for us today today the whole world remembers jesus christ is risen they believe it they heard about it but not everybody accept it they believe they they know it knowing is not everything believing is makes the difference in their life the knowing it that is the knowledge that's what the christians believe and uh, hearing about christ is not just knowing about know him personally accept him personally that makes the difference in the same way we those who are sitting here come to hear the message of resurrection or message of the easter today is the what is the message jesus spoke to his disciples and he appeared to them and the re- and make them to understand and accept and believe that he is risen and we not all of us have seen not all of us have had that vision but one thing we believe it and at the same time we should have the desire when you seek him diligently definitely when you say that jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever that doesn't mean as he was physically on the earth even after his resurrection as he was appeared to his disciples even to the people and he is the same even today if you seek him he will reveal to you if you speak him he will speak to you that is your desire that should be your faith if you have faith that's why the sixth word if you if you are having a so i do not have that experience of as the people had or as we have seen in the list about i men i tight i listed about only 10 that that's more than that but if you think today oh those people have seen or jesus christ revealed to him personally and it is not to me if you think like that 
and if you if, if it brings to you a doubt in your life and uh, for you the word is blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed we are all believers believing in his word that is the word of encouragement to you but that should not the end and at the same time desire to seek the lord and have a fellowship develop our relationship with him and the intimate relationship with him and listen to him time to time on daily basis and obey it is not listening alone that is not the end again obedient to what he has been speaking to you always look, always look for we always desire and look for the promises of god for our blessings and that and all temporary the greatest thing what we are supposed to desire in our life is having fellowship with him forever and looking for and desire for meeting the lord once in uh, once and forever in the sense eternally as he is going to come so the question is is am i ready to meet the lord when he comes those days on earth they desired and he made it and now he is going to come that is the proclamation and that is our faith we should desire in our life amen let's close our eyes gracious heavenly father we praise and thank you for the time that you given to us to meditate your word on this day yes lord indeed you are risen and you are alive you are alive forever lord you live in us with us among us because you are the living god you are the loving god you are the compassionate god lord you are called us by our name lord you are called us by our from our every situation and the circumstances father you have brought us together in this day and we also have the desire lord to love you here we are to hear from you lord help us to obey everything what you are commanding us to do oh father lord in all the days of our life help us to share the proclaim the good news proclaim the risen jesus christ to this world let the people know christ oh father and prepare themselves before you come in jesus precious name we pray it is now time to go for the lord's table so reverentially let us turn to first corinthians chapter 11 and read from verse 23 and as we read let us prepare ourselves to receive the lord's table first corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23 for i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat 
This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Now, as we come to the Lord's table in just a few minutes, let us remember three levels of significance of what we have just read and heard. Number one, the past. We come remembering the purpose of Christ's sacrificial death. That's the first thing we remember. We remember the past. We remember the purpose of Christ's sacrificial death. There was no other way for you and for me. And that was the purpose, that Jesus had to die on that cross, that you and I might live. Number two, the significance is the present. As we come to the Lord's table, we, re if we reaffirm our continuing fellowship with Christ. We present ourselves and say, yes, I am in a continuous fellowship with my Lord and Savior. It's not something that I do on and off, but I am. That is my present. I am in a continuous, daily, ongoing fellowship with my Lord. And number three, we think of the future. Because as we come to the Lord's table, what do we do? We await in faith the glorious return of Jesus Christ when we shall all be united with our Savior forevermore. So these are the three levels of significance. We remember the past, Christ's sacrifice. We remember the present, our current fellowship with Him. We remember the future, the hope of Christ's coming and our continuing personal fellowship with Him at that point of time. So as we prepare to come forward, let's remember the significance of the bread and of the cup. The bread is symbolic of the body of Christ. And when we eat the bread at the Lord's table, we do it, as He said, in remembrance. We do it in remembrance of that sinless body of Jesus Christ that bore your sins and my sin on the cross. It was not Jesus Christ who bore somebody else's sin. It was that sinless body of Jesus Christ. And as we come forward to take off the bread, we remember that it is my sins 
that Jesus took upon himself as he hung on that cross. And as we take the cup, the cup in the Lord's table is the blood of the Lamb of God that was shed for your salvation and for mine. There was no other way it could happen. There was no other way we could be saved. There was no other way we could get out of that miry clay. But Christ had to shed his blood. And in that shedding of the blood, God established a covenant, a covenant relationship between you and me and him. God said, this will be a permanent relationship. So when you come forward, remember that that relationship is forever. That relationship is not something that is casual. It is not something that we can break. It is not a contract relationship. It is a covenant relationship. And we need to remember that. We, rem we need to remember that there was a body that died for us, and that's the bread. There was blood that was shed for us, and that's the blood of Jesus Christ. But we also come, as per the instructions given in the Word of God, we come with personal preparation. Because the Bible says, let a man examine himself. So take a few moments right now. Let's just go into an attitude of prayer. As we examine ourselves, just look at yourself. Let me look at myself. Am I taking the Lord's table in an unworthy manner? Do I really appreciate what the Lord has done for me? Is there any unconfessed sin? Let me not come to the Lord's table with unconfessed sin. If there is any, let's do it. Let's confess our sins to the Lord right now. Because He is righteous and ready to forgive every sin. Talk to God. Remember any misdeed. We are asked to examine ourselves. Am I coming to the Lord's table as a ritual? This is Easter day, so it's got to be done. Is, is that a ritual? Or are we coming, appreciating and discerning what the Lord has done for me? You and I are called to examine ourselves. Let's just talk to God right now. Father, I just want to thank you, Lord Father, for this privilege we have, Lord Father, of coming to the Lord's table to remember that sacrifice of yours, the blood that was shed, the body that was broken, so that I might live. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done. And Father God, even as every one of us comes forward to share of this bread and this cup, we pray, Lord, that the reality of what you did will be truly felt by every one of us, Lord Father. It will not be something that we do on and off, but it will be something that we feel deep within us, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord. Father God, we ask that you bless and sanctify the elements that we are going to be using this morning. The bread representing your body and the wine representing your blood. Father, we just commit it into your hands. And we pray, Lord, that you sanctify it for us, Lord. 
Father, we pray for every one of us who's going to be coming forward, Lord. Every one of us who's going to be sharing at the Lord's table. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that your hand of blessing, your hand of provision will be upon every one of us. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As always, please do remember that the Lord's table is prepared for all those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her personal Savior and has obeyed the Lord in the waters of baptism. If you haven't done this, please abstain from coming for the Lord's table and please meditate on the Word of God. Look at your own life and consider receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. For those partaking of the Lord's table, the ushers will guide you as you come forward. Have an attitude of gratitude as you come forward. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best. For a world of lost sinners was slain So I cherished the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down Oh uh -huh.
rugged cross So despised by the world Has a wondrous attraction for me
appreciate him again. Jesus, thank you for the flesh and the blood. Thank you for your communion that you have fed me with today. Appreciate him for the blessedness of resurrection. Jesus, we thank you. You left your throne to come to us, to die for our sins, to give us hope, a blessed hope. We appreciate you. We bless your name. Thank you again and again and again. You have done all things well. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. You know, the Bible says that Jesus, after his passion, showed himself alive by many infallible proofs. After his passion. In fact, for the next 40 days, the Bible says the whole town was witnessing unprecedented order of manifestations. I pray for you that as you go into the city, things will begin to work for you. Amen. The resurrection power will bear witness like you have never seen before in your life that Jesus is indeed alive. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. the communion that we have taken today will last us throughout the year. I pray that no sickness, no disease, no discomfort, no weariness, no feebleness shall be found in any of us in the name of Jesus. I pray, just as pastor has spoken to us today, that when they ask you, what is the reason for your faith? Every one of us will be confident to declare, it is because Jesus is alive. In the name of Jesus. And as you declare it, they will obey it and submit to it and follow you to church. Many shall come to the Lord this time around. As we preach the gospel out there, they will be submitting to the risen Christ in the name of Jesus. Go in peace. Return on Friday with testimonies. This Easter season is blessed for you. The refreshment is blessed as well. And we are all blessed together. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. For everyone going to the office, have a safe ride there. It shall be a great day for you. In Jesus' precious name. Let's share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely. God's witness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. As we pray, the Lord will answer us. Don't forget to congratulate your neighbor. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection morning. Jesus is alive. He's risen. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Praise God.